Let's do this. Welcome back to another episode of the Wellness Farmer Podcast, where your health is my focus. I take what has become too complex and help you by simply focusing on where health is found, inside of you. How do we empower ourselves to feel our best? With care of our spines, eating nutrient-dense food grown on fertile soil without chemicals, adequate movement, and natural internal dialogue. On today's episode, episode 208, I tell you a little about me and how I got to where I am today. How I decided to do what I'm doing. And hopefully this entertains you and hopefully it's informative, but most importantly, hopefully this inspires you to go play more in the dirt. Or in other words, to improve your overall health. Today is March 12th, 2019, and I am Ben Page, your host, and wow, we are in March. A couple things before I get into the main content. First, you guys are just awesome. Um, thanks for all that you've done up until this point. All you new listeners, all you ha- haven't signed up for my email list, do that, benpastelsbetterthefarm.com. Uh, you do that, you get a couple free articles, a couple free chapters of my book. If you like the book, The Four Pillars of Health, you can get that at my webpage, past- at Better This Farm, or at Amazon. It's digital, it's in audio, and it's also in paperback version. So get that if you haven't. It's a great philosophy on how to reach your health potential. And another great reason to never to join my email list is you'll never miss an episode, not only of the, of the podcast, but of my series, Huerta Urbana, where I'm showing you my ups and downs with, play, with playing in the dirt in the middle of a city with no front yard or backyard. I use a little piece of land in between the street and the sidewalk and planter boxes, and that's it. And I'm growing some of my food, so we can all do it. We can get on it. Even if you're in a little teeny balcony, we can do a little bit. Um, f- go check me out on Instagram. I'm BenPageDC, on, and, and then my YouTube channel is Pastos Go to This Farm. If you guys are getting anything out of this, uh, a great way to help me to bring value back is through Patreon. So go check check out my Patreon page, uh, Benjamin Page, or just go to my website, Pastos Better This Farm. On the right-hand side, click on the Patreon button. It takes you straight there. And that's a great way to give me value if you're getting value out of this podcast. And I hope you are. The reason you're listening to this podcast is because it's helping you become a better person, not just in health, but overall better person. If you want to work one-on-one with me, I would love to work one-on-one with you. So go to my webpage, set up an appointment. We'll chat for a little bit. We'll see how I can help you, which I know I can, and then we'll go from there. And that's all done through Skype. So go check that out too. Everything you can find at my webpage, pastelsvetatisfarm.com. So before I start on this episode, I want you, the listener, to be the first to know. I'm writing my second book, and I want your help. First, uh, it's a little, little bit about the book. The book's a lot more specific. It's not broad like the Four Pillars of Health, where I gave you a concept, a philosophy of how you can live your life in a way that's in tune with who we truly are. Um, it teaches us what types of lifestyles we must adopt to reach our health potential. But this new book I'm planning on calling Playing in the Dirt, 
the answer to your health problems. What do you think about that title? Let me know. Um, I love talking about playing in the dirt. I think it's, uh, you've probably heard me say it more than once. So that's why I'm, I'm thinking about calling this, this new book called Playing in the Dirt, The Answer to Your Health Problems. And it's going to focus on the importance of the soil in your health. And I'm going to, I plan on using stories from my own life to make it as entertaining as possible, but at the same time teaching why we must be playing in the dirt as adults, not just kids. We all need to be playing in the dirt. So let me know what you think of the title and please, I would love your, for your help. So suggestions on the title, on what you want to, me to include in the book, you can do that. Email me at pastorswellesformat gmail.com, comment on Instagram, on Facebook, anywhere that you can get hold of me. Let me know what you think. You guys are that important, and I'm getting this out to you first. So I want to know how I can make this the very best product for you. And these are exciting times. I mean, this book is, is going to be very important to me, not only because it's going to be full of my own life experiences, some being very tough, so I'm going to talk about those and others just played awesome, so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of me, and also because the soil has become a very important part of, of my life. Let's let's start this let's start this podcast out with another quote from the Daily Stoic, and this happened to be a quote from March eighth, my thirty eighth birthday, just what I needed for a birthday present. This is what it says, it, it, and this is said by Epictetus. If a person gave away your body to some passerby, you'd be furious. Yet you hand over your mind to anyone who comes along so they may abuse you, leaving it disturbed and troubled. Have you no shame in that? Then he goes on to say, the author, Ryan Holiday, which I really liked what he had to say, instinctively we protect our physical selves. We don't let people touch us, push us around, control where we go, but when it comes to the mind... We're less disciplined. We hand it over willingly to social media, to television, to what other people are doing, thinking, or saying. We sit down to work, and the next thing you know, we're browsing the internet. We sit down with our families, but within minutes, we have our phones out. We sit down peacefully in the park, but instead of looking inward, we're judging people as they pass by. We don't even know that we're doing this. We don't realize how much waste is in it, how inefficient and distracted it makes us. And what's worse, no one is making this happen. It's totally self-inflicted. To the Stoics, this is an abomination. They know that the world can control our bodies. We can be thrown in jail or be tossed away about by the weather. But the mind, that's ours. We must protect it. Maintain control over your mind and perceptions. They'd say it's your most prized possession. Now that was a really neat quote, and more importantly, I'm my... Right, right on my birthday. I mean, that, that that was really neat, and it made me really think uh, on that day, on my 38th birthday, 38 years old, and trying to take control of my mind. Well, it's that time. It's time to get ready. Spring is just around the corner in the northern hemisphere, and down here where I am at, I need to be on it with my fall garden. And today is not a show about getting ready. However, I hope to, you are starting to plan. And next episode will be a little bit about the planning and getting ready for the spring and fall gardens. But, but today I want to start off by telling you a little bit how, about how I returned. And I always say return because that is exactly what it is. Maybe not you personally, but our family. 
always. For some, it might be more generations back than others, but we all come from families that loved and lived by playing in the dirt. So today I want to talk about garden and health, and how I came to see the importance, the vital importance between us and, and the soil. And the first time I, I heard of the word permaculture was in the days of iPods. Um, yeah, not many people use iPods anymore, and if they do, it's that special iPod that's got internet connection. <laughs> but at the time, I had an, iPad, an iPod Nano, and it had the capacity of about two gigabytes, and I was constantly having to throw files away because there was never enough room for new files. And one day I was telling this to a fellow student at Palmer, and he mentioned that that he had an iPod with a 60 gigabyte hard drive. And that would make my life just a little bit easier. So I forked out the 100 bucks he was actually asking for, and now I had a lot more room. At this time, there was, at this, at this time, there was no direct downloading to the iPod, so every time there was a new episode, I had to connect the iPod to the computer that had the internet connection, download all the new episodes, and then disconnect it and take it to where I wanted it to go. And a lot of the times, I, did, I couldn't download the new episodes because of lack of room on that little teeny iPod. But now with 60 gigabytes, that wasn't going to be a problem. Uh, during my time at Palmer, I rode my bike to and from Palmer most days. We lived about five miles from the campus. So during the summer and spring, it took me about 15 minutes there and 15 minutes back. That gave me half an hour to listen to whatever. The winter and fall, well, that was a totally different story. That took me about 45 minutes one way, and that was if the ice on the path didn't get in my way. And many times it did. I, I, but I learned how to fall gracefully on the ice. I would go down with my bike, usually at an angle, falling comfortably onto my backpack, and then sliding for a good 100 feet until I would hit the snow. I would just pop back up and continue on to Palmer. Uh, maybe it was the amount of clothes I had on that padded everything, but I don't ever remember feeling injured after any of those many falls during those very cold winters. Very cold winters. Most days I would I would get to school and there would be icicles in my beard. And I still wonder sometimes what all the other students were thinking when I entered the room with five layers of clothes on, ski goggles, a beanie, and icicles in my beard. And don't forget the three layers of gloves. <laughs> At first I, I listened to music for the 30 minutes to one hour and a half ride to and from school, but I soon I soon realized that I could use that time just a little bit more intelligently. A new thing started and a couple of people were talking about it. This new thing was called a podcast where people talked about different topics. The listener had the ability to choose what he wanted to listen to by subscribing to a podcast that interested him. I was like, wow, incredible. I didn't have to listen to some talking head just because he was the only talking head available. I could actually choose what I wanted to listen to. So I really like that. I mean, I've always looked to uh, to increase my knowledge, and I always like to do it in certain topics. And now, I had that ability to do it while I was going from school and to school. And at school, uh, a couple of my buddies and I were, we were pretty interested in a topic called modern survivalism, and and they had actually mentioned to me the podcast called the Survival Podcast by by Jack Spearco. I said, well, why not? Let's check it out. I subscribed and started downloading all the episodes onto my iPod, this new 60 gig iPod. And at, 
at the time, if I remember correctly, he had about a total of eight episodes. Um, he's actually well into 2,000 episodes now. I haven't listened to one for a while, but uh, I still go back and, and check them out every once in a while. At that time, I never missed an episode. So I downloaded them all, and, and now I had a complete, well, a couple hours of listening to a topic that actually interested me. I mean, awesome. I, I don't remember exactly which episode he introduced permaculture to me, but that one word changed how I see the world completely. Just one word sent me on a journey to figure out how I could grow in a sustainable manner. Not just sustainable, but actually improve the soil life year after year. Uh, the term being used now is regenerative agriculture. Uh, regenerative agric agriculture needs to be used not only by the, by the mega farms, but also in, in each and every little farm we have in our front yards and our backyards, including my little teeny front yard garden and my planter box garden, where I'm constantly having to put new compost into it. And I do that by homemade compost. So I'm, I'm, I'm keeping that cycle of life uh, together. Uh, and like I said, this, this, is, this, mean, this is not only important to the ranchers and the farmers to implement, to implement regenerative agriculture, but, but you and I also. So today, about 55% of the world's population live in cities. Uh, I prefer to call them concrete jungles. And in these concrete jungles, most people have lost total contact with nature. Most people can't, haven't touched soil for years. They're constantly on top of some kind of concrete or asphalt. And not only that, but there's always a layer of rubber between their, their feet and the ground, which is known as shoes. Um, nature to most kids in cities is an open area where automatic irrigation keeps the grass alive. That is maintained short by a tractor with some pruned trees around the area, but not too many because they can't play soccer or football if there's too many trees around. Don't forget to play. Don't forget the, the play area with all its plastic and metal parts in the in the area below. That is either sand or recycled tires. And most adults will sit at a table and watch their kids, and then walk around on the concrete walkways. Many times, not even walking on the grass. With the majority of people almost completely disconnected from nature, it makes sense that we wouldn't care too much about it. I mean, it's out of sight, it's out of mind. So that's how I got to know what permaculture, what regenerative agriculture, that bug of playing in the dirt. It all started by listening to one podcast, one episode of that podcast that said one word, and it took me down a path to where I am today. And I only want to learn more and more about that topic because it's that important. So that's where I come in. My hope is that this podcast will get out to those that are looking to return to their roots. This is definitely not for everybody. I'm looking for those specifically looking to improve their life through the dirt. Return to who they are and be their best by giving their bodies what it needs through nutrient-dense food grown in fertile soil without chemicals, among other things. But that is one major component. So my hope with this podcast and, with this, and with this episode is to help as many people as possible begin to live a life of regenerative agriculture, focusing on their food, by, but by talking about the whole. This is where you guys come in. I mean, if you're this person, awesome. You found a great home, and here you will progress. This is definitely for you, and it's definitely going to happen.
Now it's our job to build this community, not so not just me and you are growing regeneratively and living regeneratively, but all those that want this life and are looking for this life can find us and join us in this awesome work. So the same way I found a great community that told, that gave me that one word that helped me look to better who I am and my community and also this ecosystem that we live in called planet Earth, my hope is that I can find those people that want that same thing and we can come together and do it together. So that one word from a podcast that I listened to over eight years ago changed the way I see and how I work with the earth, with nature. Hopefully these words change the way you see and work with nature because it comes down to this. If nature, if the ecosystem called planet earth is not healthy, we cannot be healthy. You guys are way too awesome. Stay that way. And if you have a second, take a picture of your screen and share it on Instagram, tagging me at BenPageDC, and I'll tag you right back. And what do I always say at the very end? I'll see you next time. And as always, let's live our lives just a little bit better, one episode at a time.